Your news programme every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So this morning we want to look at this question of whether we here in South Korea can really make it among the truly rich, the elites of society, or whether we have to rely on inheriting that sort of privilege. Well, good luck trying to go back in time and do that. That's the problem. We're fixed. That's the feeling that too many people have who either then try to escape the country or abandon entrepreneurial spirit altogether. When we look at Bloomberg's list of 400 richest people in the world released last December, all of the five Koreans on that were from inherited wealth. Let's compare that with all five Japanese members of the list who were self-made, 28 of 29 Chinese entrants, also self-made. So even among regional comparisons, it doesn't look too good. Professor Pak Sang-in from the Graduate School of Public Administration at Seoul National University joins us on the line for some analysis. Good morning. Good morning. So it's not very encouraging, as I said, but uh, second or third generation of conglomerates uh, or Tebo seem to hold sway in this country. What's the main reason behind that? Uh, first of all... Um uh, the Korea, this reflects the uh, economic and social structure of the Korea. Uh, the Korea economy is dominated by a uh, handful of uh, jebel, uh, and which is usually called concentration of economic power by the jebel. And secondly, uh, the control and the wealth of the jebel uh, have been handed down uh, to the next generation. Uh, that is the reason we have uh, all rich people uh, inherited Jebel, basically. But Japan also has that conglomerate structure. Right, and but uh, the difference between Korean conglomerate and the Japanese conglomerate is the, uh, whether they have the owner family or not. Mm. As you may know, after the Second World War II, the uh, Japanese conglomerate at that time was called Jebel also, was dissolved in the sense there is no more uh, controlling owner family in Japanese uh, conglomerate. So uh, after that, Japanese conglomerate is called uh, Geiretz rather than uh, Zaibats, which means Jebel. But in case of Korea, the largest uh, business group, the conglomerates are controlled by uh, owner family, so which is called Jebel in the sense. These family-run businesses, what advantages do they have here in Korea, coming back to the local situation? Um, uh, first of all, I mean, they have a dominant uh, position in the market and the, in economy, uh, economic-wide sense as well. Uh, so they can, you know, make a huge barrier to entry to newcomers in the market. Also, they have a huge uh, political influence uh, in, in, in a way that uh, they can, you know, make influence on the policy making and politics uh, to have better regulation or, uh, you know, be, uh, beneficiary regulation for them. So uh, there is one, uh, the, the most important advantage of Korean Jebel uh, enjoyed in Korea uh, right now. And the second one is the 
so-called internal transactions. We have huge uh, internal transaction between several affiliated firms. So that is also kind of uh, barrier to entry to uh, the market of the newcomers in Korea. And lastly, the Jebel is so big, uh, they have, uh, typically have financial advantage against the smaller uh, companies uh, in, you know, detailing industry or some uh, small industries. Yeah. Well, we've, we've seen a, a real public backlash in recent months against the abuse of power by family-run conglomerates. There was the famous Korean Air Nutrage case, which... Mm-hmm allowed a lot of that motion to spill over but still it's in very real terms the entrepreneurial spirit of the country that's most sorely affected uh surely can you tell us a bit more about how entrepreneurs are being put off the thing is as i mentioned you know the korean general uh, is so dominant uh, in the market and in uh, economic wide sense so they build up the uh, you know huge barrier to entry uh, so newcomers is a lot of this advantage so that uh, also means i mean if, if you uh, want to enter new business or uh, into the new market uh, you'll be discouraged so there, these two things all together means the discourage of the uh, uh, entrepreneurship in Korea. So it end, ended up with low, actually, innovation rate and low productivity growth, especially in the innovative business in Korea. The problem with that is that we then don't foster this creative economy that the president's spoken about repeatedly, uh, which is essential, isn't it, to, to drive new growth engines? Sure. Sure. I mean, without the structural reform in Korea, actually, we may not expect any real entrepreneurship because, I mean, uh, many uh, people in the business uh, told me that they do not have any opportunity to do some business in many areas of, uh, you know, industrial sectors in Korea because, I mean, those sectors are all dominated by Jevels and Jevel, you know, affiliated, you know, businesses. In seeking ways to clamp down on inheritance, we should point out that the inheritance tax here is already high, almost 50%. That's the second largest in the world. But it it's not stopped the trend, has it? Why is that? Uh, first of all, we have a lot of loopholes in our tax code system. So also in the uh, you know uh, legal system as well. Uh, for instance, uh, in case of the Samsung, the Isaeong is the inheritance from the uh, third generational inheritance of the Samsung Group, and he only you know received uh, uh, about uh, six million dollar from his father so far. But he got all the money on the wealth through the. Uh, internal transactions and the M&A or etc. So he now has uh, more than ten billion dollar uh, in Korea. So uh, that is not just inheritance; it is so-called tunneling issue in uh, in Korea. So the Jebel uh, uh, descendant or uh, the inheritance uh, makes lots of money through illegal and expedient ways. So, so there are a lot of loopholes which allow that kind of illegal and expedient uh, uh, transactions in Korea. Those kind of loopholes have to be 
uh, field hour, you know, to uh, you know prevent uh, this in, uh, ridiculous kind of uh, inheritance practice in Korea. And uh, as far as the inheritance tax itself is concerned, there are also a lot of loopholes and uh, very generous exemption uh, clause, etc. So, mm. uh, you know, 50% sounds very high, but uh, actual effective tax rate, inheritance tax rate in Korea is actually very low. It, it strikes me, though, that if this wealth, but also these business operations are just being inherited, we're not necessarily having the most skilled, but rather mm-hmm. the best connected people mm-hmm. running the most important corporations in the country. Mm-hmm. It's not confidence inspiring, is it? That's uh, really a huge issue. I mean, we have a third or fourth generational uh, chapel now, and we do not know whether they are in, uh, they are competent of running huge the operation of the chapel business. So mm. their failure will uh, end up uh, with uh, economic failure in Korea. So the people in Korea will pay will have to pay eventually their failure with tax money. So but that's scary. Culturally, that they've got almost royal status, though, don't they? I mean, we propagate that ourselves, it seems, almost, uh, uh, even without them having to take any action. Right, yeah, but I guess, I mean, it's uh, the modern cultural issue, actually. Um, th- this is all about whether we will have a, a proper, op- operable uh, market economy. So, so far, I mean... The Korean economic system is a jebel-dominated economic system, not the whole the market economy system. So there, if it is the market economy system, truly, uh, there must be some check and balance. Uh, there must be some incentive scheme which will guide the jebel owner to act properly, uh, So which eventually will be consistent with uh, people's interest or economy-wide uh, social welfare. But for now, I mean, there are a lot of deviation uh, from Jebel's interest, from the society interest in Korea. The, the big example is the, the process of the, uh, you know, inheritance or, or the succession of the control of the, uh, the Korean Jebel. Yes, in the process, you haven't seen a lot of the, you know, uh, uh, illegal transactions and illegal activities, but they are not uh, punished properly by legal system. Professor Park, thank you for raising those concerns. Okay, thank you very much. Professor Park Sung-in from Seoul National University. Well, now those concerns have been raised, what are we going to do about it? The loopholes are there for all to see. Uh, The dangers are there for all to see. Do you have a message for the president, for the government that's been so focused on the creative economy uh, but has obviously struggled to generate the climate necessary for it. You can email us, efm this morning at gmail.com.